Welcome to the DPV Podcast, Episode 1. I'm Josh. I'm a pharmacist. I'm a wannabe YouTuber. And we actually run a YouTube channel called Days of Pain and Victory. I'm Alex. I'm an instrument tech. And uh, I like wrenching on rigs and just doing stupid stuff. And this uh, this YouTube has given me an opportunity to do a little bit of that. Yeah, so in this episode, we just want to give you a background on our history because it's pretty spectacular. And, you know, the whole reason why we started Days of Pain and Victory to begin with. And then in this podcast specifically, we just want to inspire you guys to get out there, have some adventures, build some cool cars, and maybe have a few tech tips along the way. Yeah, so uh, Days of Pain and Victory, do you want to start there or do you want to start with a friendship? Let's, uh, let's give a little history on ourselves. Okay. So we've been friends a long time. like Since I was in the fourth grade, and I'm... 38 i think yeah so it's been a while yeah it's been a while uh first time i came over uh, i'm not gonna lie thought you're a little weird yeah that i have that effect on you know me you know with my frosted tips and And you had no weirdness at all about yourself frosted tips jorts and a wife beater i was a badass i was i was definitely badass yeah hardcore but uh alex we had a common bond with uh, vehicles yeah. and wrenching. Yeah. And do you remember the first vehicle we uh, wrenched on? Oh yeah, it was in pieces. He had this. Uh, I don't remember the year, but it was 1885. Five. All right, a Zuzu Trooper two. Uh, <laughs> a Zuzu Trooper two, two door. It was it was an awesome rig. And uh, how I acquired the vehicle was the uh, when I turned 16, my dad told me that I could have any non-running vehicle we already owned, and he would help me fix it up and get it running. Uh, I chose a 1985 Azuzu Trooper II. Uh, we got a motor out of uh, Portland, and uh, really all I did was the disassembly portion of basically getting the motor out, and then my old man and his buddy did the install. But uh, that was really like the first time Josh and I really like wrenched on a rig together, and there were some crazy things that... <laughs> While wrenching on that Isuzu Trooper, there wasn't a lot of straightforward things that you had to do for an engine removal that you would think on like a normal car. But uh, yeah, we powered through and uh, started a lifelong friendship. Yeah, none, <laughs> none of the parts or bolts that came off of that in the dis- disassembly process went in any organized, you know, oh, bins. Absolutely or- <laughs> not. Coffee cans for days. Just throw that in a pile. So I'm not sure all the bolts made it back in. Or all the right bolts. Here's the thing, though. My old man could just look at it and be like, oh, yeah, we need this bolt here, this bolt here, this bolt here. So I wasn't really worried about it taking it apart. But, yeah, I have learned quite a few things since then, and I take a lot more pictures now. And uh, we went wheeling quite a bit in that thing, too. I mean, we thought we were hardcore with the 28s. We did some creek crossings. Although I thought I knew what I was doing on that Azuzu Trooper, uh, we sold it to a family friend of mine, and he asked me about it. He's like, did you ever check the uh, um, gear oil in that transmission? I was like, no, I don't think so. He's like, there wasn't a drop in it. So we wheeled that thing, drove it all over the place without any oil in it, but like the assembly lube. That might explain why I had to hold that thing in the third for you. All the time, yeah. That was probably probably one of the reasons. Oh, man. So, uh, fast forward into post-high school, um, Alex actually had an apartment in the back of the shop we're in right now, uh, his dad's shop, 
And uh, when I turned 18, um, I moved in with him because uh, I was going to a local community college, made sense, and I kind of had a thing for his sister. Well, he still has a thing for my sister. But uh, yeah, our apartment was, uh, what is it, 40 by 20-ish? Yeah. Yeah, a little 800 square feet, little, it was a studio apartment that two dudes lived in. Uh, Josh lived in the closet. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. Uh, it was, it was the best of times. It really was. It was. We uh, consumed a lot of Mountain Dew, so much so that the entire 40-foot wall was covered with all different flavors of Mountain Dew cans. Yeah, it was, it was fun. What's your favorite memory in the apartment? Uh, I like the stadium seating couches. So having double decker couches, one in front of the other, that was, that was always pretty fun. That was good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say it like, cause I'm a little embarrassed, but one of my favorite memories is when your mom beat the hell out of us with drumsticks. <laughs> oh yeah. There's, there is video of that. And there is a quote of Josh of all I want to do is take a shower Oh, that was that was a good time. I was cowering. That yeah, she wasn't holding back though either. <laughs> no, she wasn't. She was swinging for the fences. She uh, yeah. So yeah, now I eventually uh, married a sister, and I had friends at work that said, "Dude, you're gonna ruin your relationship with your best friend." But I think it's really turned out well. Now every single family get together. My best friends at my family events. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. So. Days of Pain of Victory. How'd that start? Well, basically, Days of Pain of Victory, it's kind of evolved from where it started. Where it started, we were basically jackass with cars instead of skateboards. We did stupid stunts and tricks that you do when you're in high school, uh, throwing TVs off of uh, motorhomes. We did a uh, 40-foot rubber band that ended up hitting me, square in the junk. That was not fun. Um... Just beating each other up <laughs> out of love, uh, but it was a good time. Alex broke a watermelon on my back. Yeah. Uh, the river jumping that was uh, awesome. River jumping, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump. We had a ramp that we jumped our bicycles into off the dock. It yeah. was pretty fun. Quite a bit of wheeling, which was cool. Quite a bit of wrenching. Uh, yes, yeah, kind of started our uh, lifelong of uh, buying junk cars and doing stupid stuff to them. Yeah, and we were filming all this on like an eight millimeter camera, with the with the little tapes. Yeah. And uh, remember that one time we borrowed my dad's camera, <laughs> the rose bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I don't know why we got this idea, but Alex like zoomed straight in on my nipple, and <laughs> and uh, I forgot about it and. My dad's camcorder ended up back at the house, and he's like rewatching it, trying to find you know some family videos. And he's like, "What is that? What was that recording? Oh, it must have been the rose bushes or something." And then it zooms out, and there's Josh with just a stupid <laughs> grin on his face, the frosted tips. Oh, it was, it was a sight to see. Good times. So we did all this recording and had hours and hours and hours of footage, and did nothing with it for years. Like six, seven years we filmed without ever doing all we did was oh it's for the it's for the video. And you could get each other to do some of the stupidest things like dude, it's for the video. Oh yeah. This 
fictional video that we never we did make a movie eventually that's never going to see the light of day but yeah it was it was good time yeah but that this movie is what inspired me to start the channel eventually so eventually i was like it, alex i think he was turning 30 and i'm like i gotta get the video done and so i snuck into his house i grabbed all of the old cassettes and i spent hours in the eastern washington university library borrowing their final cut or premiere pro whatever it was and i made the movie and it turned out pretty good yeah you're not going to see it. Sorry. I mean, probably we're saving you a little bit, but yeah. So after making that video and doing all the editing, I was like, you know what? I really like this editing thing. And so I started, you know, putting out a few videos and I actually moved to Boise that year from my residency and started Days of Pain and Victory on YouTube. So that's kind of the backstory on Days of Pain and Victory, and now we've decided to start this podcast because we want to kind of relive and reshare some of our adventures. Obviously, we're going to talk about our upcoming projects and um, events that we're going to be doing. We're going to be talking about uh, builds. We gotta, we're going to have a segment every episode called Fantasy Build, where uh, it's going to be some form of showing each other blindly a project and giving a set budget and how would you build this car for this budget? Do you want to see your car? Yeah, are we going to do that right now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it right now. So this part of the podcast is called Fantasy Build. Uh, today's requirements were you had, it was a $5,000 build. We wanted to kind of keep it economical, keep it for the everyday guy. What you would do, so we have $2,500 to buy the car and $2,500 for parts and accessorize i really am thinking like 2450 in little tree air fresheners so i'm gonna have like 50 bucks to work with after my air fresheners i think it'll still be cool okay let's see what i got it's in Kelowna. Uh, where's Kelowna? Where, where would we have to go to get this fantasy hair rig i don't know it was in uh it was in like Ooh. reese or like other areas suggest other suggested areas so it's within like a few hundred miles of portland <laughs> i uh my fantasy build vehicle which josh will put up here on the somewhere is a 1960 four-door dodge polera is it four-door is it, uh, it is uh, that's a four-door i like four doors yeah i mean once you ha once you have kids, four doors, you, and they're cheaper to buy. Still have the same cool lines. I dig it, though. This has some sweet lines. I dig in that big fin. I think, I don't know, I see like flat black, Kragers. Kind of looks like a Batmobile car. It does say make offer. So your budget is adjustable. <laughs> I, I like it. I really do. This is, uh, yeah. I uh flat black Kragers. Flat black Kragers. Dropping, dropping the grass a little bit. Doesn't need a ton of power, needs the right sound. Yeah, paint paint would be a couple hundred bucks. Kragers are gonna be four hundred plus tires. Plus tires, some white walls. Definitely need some white walls on this thing. I mean, if we had unlimited budget, Hemi, but no, this Hellcat. Uh, okay. Unlimited limited budget, Hellcat. Next unlimited budget, Hemi, to be period correct. 
But even just like a four, like a 440 out of a motorhome? Yeah, that's with like, perfect. With a 727 torque fight behind it? Heck yeah. That would, yeah. Drop I don't want to buy it. <laughs> this is going to get dangerous. Big blocks are fun. All right, you want to you see what you got? This yeah. is... I went the I went a completely different direction. This is not not what you get. Your your vehicle is more more designed for the dirt. Okay. But I think it's like I kind of feel like your rig was cooler. Like on the cool factor, but this is all right. All right. So I got a two-door S10 Blazer with the 43 with the 43. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you were already starting with I, I gave you like a heads up, like a a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the 43 is like a decent motor as is. I could get some little power adders. I don't remember what bolt pattern this has. Oh, it's it's six lug. Okay. Wagoneer front axle. Uh it have to be driver's drop because I'm pretty sure it's a driver's drop T case. Leaf springs front and rear. Yeah, that th that is clean. I know. That was the thing. Like it is. Yeah, wet wagoneer front axle for sure. Leaf springs, keep it simple, and like thirty threes. Oh yeah. Um, I think I could get a set of thirty threes used, and then most of my money is going to be in gears and lockers. Yeah. I mean, we went completely different directions on that, but that's what makes this fun. Yeah. I'm excited. No idea what what car you're going to be doing, and uh, going forward with this feature. When we do have a guest on, they will also be participating in the blind in the uh, blind fantasy build, where we will show them a car, and they will get will get to see their personal spin on what they would do with it. Yeah, it'll be really cool. And um, after a few episodes doing this, uh, we will be taking submissions also. So if you want to email us a cool Craigslist find and uh, have us build it um, in our heads. <laughs> Pencil it out there in paper, yeah. In addition to uh, talking about our adventures and um, trips and that kind of stuff, we also want to have a few tech episodes where we're just uh, talking about um, how to, you know, build a four-wheel drive a certain way or, you know, the best things to look for in a car to revive, those types of things. Maybe some tips and tricks on when you're looking at a project, what what to look out for, what what to be weary about. The thing that I'm most excited for to talk about on this podcast um, is our adventures that we've had. Like we've gone on some pretty awesome road trips and um, even some different camping trips that were pretty wild. And uh, you just can't capture all of it on video. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of story time for whether it be the Alaska trip, uh, racing in the Baja 1000, uh, mini biking yeah. across uh, southeastern Washington. Yeah, there's there's some stuff that the video just does not capture that we feel that like a little bit of story time would be uh, would be good. There's some good stories that came out of those trips that uh, we'd like to share with you. And there's some that we don't have video on, like yeah. Operation Double D. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so anyway, I hope that you guys are as excited about it as we are. Um, I've been thinking about this podcast thing for a while now. Yeah, I think it's be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And I'm especially excited for our guests that are going to be coming up yeah. in this uh, next year as well. So anyway, you can find us on YouTube podcasts. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. We'll be there. If you're liking it, give us a five-star review.
We'll wreck it, rinse and repeat. Until next time. See ya.